Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. I'm Tom. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony. <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving, y'all? It was good. Thanksgiving was good. I was tasked with the proteins for this Thanksgiving dinner for big Colburn Thanksgiving. So I smoked a turkey and I made the ham that I usually make. High pressure, nice. folks. Smoking is bad? Not the way I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm do excited. love a good smoked turkey. Ooh, I like anything smoked, I think. Me too. How was Thanksgiving with your mom, Tom? Good. Was it good to see her? It was great. My family was here. We got to have some some turkey. We did some Christmassy festivities. And I look forward to going home to see them in a few weeks. How was oh. your Thanksgiving, Anthony Caruso? Fine. Went to my parents' house, saw a Christmas drag show the day before Thanksgiving, and saw the new Knives Out movie on the big screen this past Saturday. So it was a good weekend. At Alamo Draft House? No. I will only go to Alamo Draft House for movies i've seen already because i don't like people walking and delivering food and being a little chit chatty like during new movies i, I like it. the alamo draft house experience i just like having beer brought to me on demand when i'm at a movie <laughs> but i am seeing elephant christmas vacation at the alamo draft house in december so i'm excited that'll be fun that'll be like a group experience you know, like those well, movies. When I was book, when I booked tickets, like the theaters are almost all sold out. So I'm excited for like because of all these people who probably see it a million times, like me, who just want to see it on the big screen. I agree. How fun! I mean, Sarah saw a Charlie Brown Christmas live on stage a few weeks ago, and I think you said that was amazing, right? It was fantastic. I recommend it. They tour all over the country every year. Aww. Tickets are cheap. The girl who played Lucy was a standout. She was phenomenal. And we all know I don't like Lucy as a character, but I feel like that would be a fun part to play. And that showed. Um, Would be a fun part to play. It was very good. And you got to see their pageant at the end. Mm. Oh, that was fun. And it's not like Cameron Bure have given it her stamp of approval. She would, because the pageant was all like the traditional Christmas carols, because that's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown. Right. But uh, I liked it because they didn't just make up music. You know, all the music in it was a musical, but there was all Christmas songs throughout. So they didn't like make up music. It was nice. I love that. And they sang, I'm assuming, all the Charlie Brown Christmas holdouts. Yep. Perfect. 
do they have the awesome. voice of a do they have the voice of an adult they do have a one of the uh, voice of the adult off screen at one point love it it was great though. to catch I, that if it comes into tulsa it's one of those things i could see going to every year every other year maybe because i just yeah. had so much fun with it and sarah did too it's awesome and it's just like i feel like it's already compounding on me and like thanksgiving just ended but i felt like this before thanksgiving this year's flying i feel like it we is. are not going to not enjoy like not not enjoy the christmas season but it's going to go by so fast you were going to wonder where it went this year yeah i feel like part of the reason it's flying by this year is because all the christmas content coming out all the new stuff coming out not just hallmark but like i guess covid it felt like there was a draft a drought you know and now we have the santa clauses and violent night and the christmas story christmas and spirited and all these like big productions you know that we haven't gotten in a while so Anthony, I have a bone to pick with you. Why are you not on Mastodon yet? What are you waiting for? It takes three minutes to sign up. Here we are in December almost, and you still haven't gotten around to it. Um, It's a much more positive place. There are ways of dealing with trolls and bots that Twitter never dealt with. Uh, I go on and I don't feel like screaming at the clouds. It is the most positive social media experience I have. So I'm playing with some other um, distributed uh, social media platforms, like a, an Instagram replacement and um, hmm. a fun thing Anthony would like. It is a, an open distributed, it's a distributed um, Goodreads replacement. Ooh. What's I wrong with like Goodreads? Same I don't thing. know. I just like the idea of not having centralized owned stuff. Yeah. So. Y'all, the first reviews for the Santa Claus says dropped a few weeks ago when we're recording this. The episodes are already live on Disney Plus. Spoiler alert. They are? <laughs> well, by the as time of, this drops, it will oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, But the first reviews dropped. What do people say? I've not seen any of them. Uh, I've read one guy saying it should have just been a fourth movie. It felt a little over dragged out. Uh, I saw one person say they grew up on the franchise of the franchise, and this was their the best one since the original. Whoa! I've read I, I read another one saying even if it's not the best one since the original, it has the best production value. The North Pole has never looked better since the original. Okay, I'm excited about that. Uh, you're not going to convince me it's going to have the production value comparable to Chet. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> oh wow, maybe it will. i'm um there was something else uh interesting oh they said we get to learn the origins of santa in this like saint nicholas they go all the way back and show us saint nicholas and the origins of santa oh i feel like that's uh yep tom's making a face i fully expected i feel like (laughs) we've just elevated this show to uh to a level that Tom is not going to be happy with if they don't Bernard's only in one episode. Okay. But he so has an more... important role. So, so we just have Bernard so that we can say we had Bernard? Pretty much. Yeah. But they do explain where he was between two and three. So. Oh, okay. All right. They said it's worth watching. They said the nostalgia will probably hit home for adults and then new kids who didn't grow up on it will really like. That's great. That's all I ask for. 
That is all I am hoping for. And they say Mrs. Claus has a really interesting subplot where she realized that she gave up her whole identity and being for Scott Calvin. <laughs> That's how I feel about my new puppy. <laughs> how is your puppy? She's a puppy. She's you love good. her? I do love her and she loves me, but I did forget. Puppies are like, hard. Well, I just, yeah, I forgot that whole, there will be freedoms I will have to give up for X amount of time because of puppy. And then that really hit hard this last week, but she's but, so smart and cute. Once you get past these first few months, it'll be worth it. Is it just the first few months? Yeah, it was for me. <laughs> the way you said that. Tom. No, no. but I'm, I'm happy with it. I love my puppy. <laughs> I'm taking her to get her groomed tomorrow. Oh, that's fine. Post pictures. I will. I don't really feel Post- like with Larry, I gave up much freedom. He can go 12 hours without me needing to go out. Mm-hmm. So like I could spend a whole day essentially away from him without mm-hmm. rushing home. He won't make a mess. He doesn't tear anything up or he's a very good boy. Yeah. I think it's like, like even our Christmas decorated decoration plans are greatly altered this year right oh is she very into the decorations well i don't want to find out she's into the decorations by finding out she's into the decorations right like we have a flocked tree and that doesn't seem like a good idea to let her chew that up you know if she happens to chew it she gets some in her tummy that's a problem so like i don't know we're just Tom, is luna very into your decorations we haven't had any problems with her at all yeah, yeah. Larry, Larry just doesn't care for the decoration. Even when he we first got him, like he never cared for them. He's very good with them. I'm hoping that's so what Lucy fingers will be like too. crossed. There you go. As long as what what's been my general experience, especially with Luna, is if she has access to her toys, she's uh-huh. fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what we try and do. Lots of redirection. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. you want to chew on my finger? Let's do a toy instead, friend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's you, this, this looks much less painful puppy yes much less. <laughs> that's what counts the smiles she'll bring to you for the next decade and she will over. yeah exactly speaking of not to go back to the santa claus real quick but tim allen he's on his press junket for this movie you know for the show sorry mm-hmm. and uh he said <laughs> He said it's funny because he obviously started this journey of Santa like back in 1994, right? And he wow. said, so kids who grew up on that movie are now working on the TV show. Like, the, And he said the first time he walked out on set as Santa, like all these kids who grew up on it, he said like half of them burst into just a hush, half of them burst into tea because it's Santa, oh the Santa they grew up on. Yeah. And he said he still gets recognized as Santa in grocery stores, and then he always gets annoyed at parents when they point him out that he's Santa, because then he has to make something up on the spot, like, oh, you know, I'm growing my beard, I'm getting all this food to get heavy right now. Right. Um, Oh. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm glad, though, like, I'm glad that he's committed to extending the magic, however. Like, that makes me very happy. Yes. Yep. Like, you'd have to be a total idiot to not, but I'm glad. If you're taking on the role of Santa... Any actors out there, if you're taking on the role of Santa, you have to embrace it and not hate it throughout life. You have to understand kids will always come up to you. Agree. He did have a funny story, though, about the supermarket, how 
<laughs> a parent pointed out that he was the voice of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and this little five-year-old kid like looked at him like he didn't believe him. So Tim Allen talked. And instead of being like in awe of him, the kid screamed and was like, that ugly man ate Buzz Lightyear and ran off and ran off. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's funny oh that's really funny i'm sure tom hanks doesn't get that you know what's not funny what you tell me this movie Falling for christmas <laughs> we're talking a new netflix christmas movie tonight called falling for christmas this has a former star that I don't think we've covered before, Lindsay Lohan, headlining as a, well, I'll just do a plot synopsis real quick. As Paris Hilton. As Paris Hilton. <laughs> a hotel heiress has a ridiculous skiing accident and... Can't wait to talk uh, about the skiing accident. A hotel heiress has a ridiculous skiing accident and wakes up missing something very important. Her, her skis. Her, mem her memories and her identity. She finds herself in the care of a, an attractive young man. No, I'm just going to read it. I'm not doing this. Who we have covered before, Corridor Street in Glee. In the, day, in the days leading up to Christmas, a young and newly engaged heiress experiences a skiing accident. After being diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of a handsome lodge owner and his daughter. This sounds like a, a plot synopsis for a movie I've never heard of before. This is completely <laughs> new to me. There, there are so many variables as we go through this that will be will be new to you as well. We're going to forego any discussion of our histories because none of us have a history. We all watch this because it's new. This movie does star Lindsay Lohan, who I think is most notable, uh, who's who's most known for her late 90s, early 2000s work in movies like The Parent Trap, mm -hmm. Mean Girls, Freaky Friday. Interesting thing about me. We're the really best ones. Yeah. Anything? Interesting thing about Mean Girls, every time Christine's sick, that's the movie she wants to watch. Really? That's her sick movie? That's her oh. sick movie. It's got I've it. seen that movie a lot. And they made a very overt <laughs> reference to Mean Girls in this movie when she sings Jingle Bell Rock. They mm -hmm. sure did. Lindsay Lohan, by the way, I know she had a rough life after she kind of fell off, but man, like when Sarah walked in and saw me watching this, she was like, it doesn't even look or sound like her anymore. She looks awful. Uh -huh. Like... I her work was is not great. I was watching, thinking like, "Oh man, do her and Courtney Cox go to the same uh, plastic surgeon?" Because she looks rough. Yeah, those lips. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she has had a she has had a rough life, and she's always been one. Even when I go back and watch her movies, like The Pear Trap, I just feel sorry for her. She yes. she just elicits pity. Yes, lots of child stars do. Right, it's a child star curse. Lots of American child stars, because you don't see a lot of British ones fall into that trap. They got their see, crap I'm, together over there. It's that American uh, ecosystem, I guess. Yep. Although, kudos to Hillary Duff, who never fell down. Next up, we have a somebody we have covered, our friend Sam from Glee, Cord Overstreet. His name's Jake Russell. He, he looks should have called same. him Jack Russell. He does. I like him. He He's does. super cute. 
is a healthy uh, hallmark leading man quality to him which i appreciated he does and her fiance tad fairchild has a very dislikable face he's was the most annoying character we've covered in a movie in a long time in quite a while uh he was he got his first debut in the tv show casualty he was on the brian jackson show the pupil yours faithfully he was in the tv series grace and containment um i'm not familiar with this guy Mm -mm. nor do i want to be familiar with this guy yes true no, if I don't see him again, it won't hurt my feelings. Her dad is played by Jack Wagner, who the internet says resembles a young Robert Redford. I don't think I see it, but... No, but he did remind um, me of somebody else. I mean, he's not in place, of... right? Yes. And the Bold and the Beautiful, General mm-hmm. Hospital, Titans, Sunset Beach, Santa Barbara, Knott's Landing. And Jack Wagner is in an upcoming Christmas movie that is in post-production called A Big Fat Family Christmas. Oh, is that like a sequel to Big Fat Creek Wedding? Maybe. He doesn't look Greek, though. No. Darn. I know they're making a third one of those. It would have made sense to set it at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be fun? Although the traditions would be so different, I think it might be off for some folks, maybe. Uh, Who else do we want to cover, y'all? We should just mention that that Lindsay Lohan's sister was in this. Lindsay Lohan's sister is in this, in fact. She plays Bianca. Uh, we did have a really good child actress, and I was hoping you weren't going to say anything bad about her. Her name is Olivia Perez, and she is known most notably for being in In the Heights. So, uh, which is and a she was in, fantastic she was, movie. She was also in Sesame Street, and we're going to cover her maybe again. She has a small part in Dash and Lily. Uh, we are definitely going to cover yeah, Dash and Lily because nope. that show is fantastic. But I don't know if we'll cover her because her role so... Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to uh, she, she. I'll say right now, she was the best performer in this movie. Hot True. damn, y'all. President Trump is running for president again. Yeah, I know. Hmm. I'm excited. So, All right. So let's we, talk even, about even, even though we did okay in the midterms, what I said in our bonus Thanksgiving episode a week ago still stands. Well, democracy was nice while it left. <laughs> no, because we don't have squat to lose in 2024. Well, there is one other person I wanted to cover, and he was probably my second favorite character in this after the daughter. And that's yeah. Ralph. Oh, yeah. Ralph was great. Oh, Sh- Sean Dillingham? Yes. He was in Yellowstone. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, This Is Us, Better Call Saul. He's in the new, he's in an upcoming thing called Saints Among the Dead and Grace Undercover. Actually, if you look at his IMDb. Holy crap, he's busy. A full page below, like a full half page below the fold of stuff that's in post-production or wrapping up. He's been busy. Yep. He was was a fun character. He was a bright spot in this movie. Which we needed. All right, let's start up our film. So the movie opens up and we have this. Anthony, you've already said it. We have Paris Hilton, right? Lindsay Lohan is playing Paris Hilton, who wakes up or she was in her in a hotel at a ski resort. She doesn't want to be. And we learn that her dad has given her a job. Yeah, she is going to be the director of atmosphere 
or yeah, basically a bullcrap <laughs> job so he can pay her to do nothing because mm-hmm. and make a living. And, and she doesn't know if she wants to do to be in the hotel business. Let's just say right now, by the way, this is a Hallmark movie. You, we could easily have seen this on Hallmark. What I will give it is it has better production value because of Netflix. Sure. The atmosphere is beautiful. They did kind the of atmosphere like is one, beautiful. one step above a Hallmark with respect to that. They really went. It yes. yes. Although the acting was on par with Hallmark. Uh, it, mm, it was a little less good than Hallmark. I will agree not not some, not some of those side characters like that hotel staff who was following her around the whole movie. Those were Hallmark actors. They were. They were. Um, I think part of the reason we got the 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 good vibes is because it actually did snow while they were filming. They were on location, so it had real vibes. Also, Lindsay Lohan and Cord Overstreet were both in the same episode of Glee. I oh, did not funny. even remember Lindsay Lohan was on Glee. She was in 2012 episode Glee Nationals. Oh. Huh. The the hotel staff is all rushing around trying to, to take care of her needs. And she's talking about how she's not entitled. And, you know, they're asking her what she wants to wear. They're, she's got all these people acting basically as servants. And I found it. I, I was annoyed at the onset. I <laughs> knew what I was getting into at this point, And I wasn't happy. Look. Yeah. They could have made it a better movie by making maybe these servants more likable, right? Right, like you Give pity it... them for what they're dealing with, right? That's what we usually have. Right, or being maybe a little more stern with her, like you see in a lot of the Hallmark movies, how like the avuncular family can be the voice of reason when parents are absentee, like, you know, uh-huh. the sounding board or whatever, or like, you know, Beauty and the Beast, right? He They're his servants, but they kind of always put him in his place. Like, I yeah. would have liked to have seen that here. They do even even in, like you said in the Beauty and the Beast and in these other things with the Funkular family. They do they they receive the ire of the main character, but there's always a level of of forgiveness, and and they're allowed to get away with it. And that would have been nice if she would have had somebody who was calling her on her her stuff, but she did not. We get to meet her father as well. Your regard, Beauregard. Who is meeting with a young guy who has a ski lounge who or uh, a ski resort who thinks everything has gotten too big, too expensive, too commercial. They need they need these smaller startup places, right? The smaller places, more affordable, where people can dip their toes in the skis, in the snow. <laughs> and so he wants he wants Beauregard to invest in his and help lodge. him improve his his ski lodge. Beauregard says no. He has his own investors to answer to. Tells him he can go do whatever he wants. Enjoy the day. And he leaves. This is where we meet her fiance. Right? Or her soon to be fiance. Yes. And the, the influencer. And here's another the thing. The wannabe influencer. And let me just say. Before we found out they were dating. I thought he was the gay best friend when they were talking at first. Before we found out that it was romantic. <laughs> He is an influencer, though, at this point. He gets millions of people who watch him, and he's helping her with her brand. I'm really tired of TV shows with the influencer characters. I It's detached from reality. It's not enjoyable. It's it's a played-out trope that needs to be done. But <laughs> I think that's how people describe our podcast, detached from reality and not enjoyable. <laughs> oh, I hope not. 
I'm, I'm joking. Well, that makes me sad. Maybe the former, not the latter. <laughs> now, that I, now that I killed the bugs, I apologize. <laughs> so, in our movie, Jack is walking through. He's not paying attention. There's a a big hubbub, and he bumps into Lindsay Lohan and gets coffee all over her. Whatever. Not even fancy. all over, like a little spot. <laughs> Yeah, her, her reaction was disproportionate. Her dress. Well, I mean, I think this is supposed to be like a $60,000 dress. Yeah. Her boyfriend comes, wants to play the hero, yells at Jack. Tad gets Jack kicked out. He leaves. And Lindsay Lohan now has to, she finds out that Tad has planned this romantic, romantic photo shoot, essentially. They're going up to a top of a mountain not to ski but they're in their full ski gear so they can get pictures of themselves for their influencer stuff oh man let's talk about the scene he pulls out a ring on top of the mountain that looks totally real i mean they are on set right (laughs) it is definitely not filmed in front of a green screen not at all he puts it on her finger and has her hold up her hand for a photo but the girl is still, uh, Lindsay Lohan is still wearing her skis and she starts sliding backwards toward what does not look like a hill, but a cliff. It yeah, is a cliff. It's like a cliff. And she can't, she, instead of just like pitching herself forward to like fall on the ground, she just allows herself to slide backwards. And fiance he tries grabs to, her ring. It, it was the moment yeah. of die, it was the moment from Die Hard where. Yep. Alan Rickman had grabbed her watch and, yep. uh, you know, the ring comes off and she falls off a cliff. Yes. And so does he. He fall, Yeah. On the other side of the mountain. Right. He Absurd. falls. She's she's knocked unconscious, unconscious. And for having fallen off this cliff and sustained a head injury that we will later find le- renders her. Uh, unable to remember who she is, she looks in good shape. They're, yeah, her clothes let's are be, torn. Let's be real; she would have died. That's what they were yeah. going for. She would have died, or at least ripped her coat. Right? I mean, when, I mean, they, like, when, <clears throat> when the local townspeople find her, they're at first they're like, "Oh, is that a corpse?" Because that's what you would she, think: finding a body at the bottom of a cliff. But with the way she looked, why would that have been like with with the visual that we have? Why would that have been your first thought? She looked like she was asleep. Yeah, I mean, they should have at least made her look disheveled, right? Messed up her hair, maybe a little bit. But Jack is taking a couple on a carriage ride through the snowy forest, and they rescue Sierra Belmont, Lindsay Lohan, and take her back to his resort. We should point out that this was not an accident. This was attempted murder by Santa Claus, who was trying to make a girl's wish come true. (laughs) Oh, we totally skipped the we totally skipped the Santa Claus figure. Can you tell what happened there? Yeah, so we meet Cordover Street's daughter. Jack's daughter. Jack's daughter, who really wants she wants a mom for Christmas. There's this bearded guy all in red. He's clearly Santa Claus in the little village. And he what he tells her to make a wish, essentially. And then he, like, blows a magical wind. Yeah, he puts a finger on the side of his nose and a magical wind blows. And pulls her wish up to heaven. And then and on the way, Lohan it knocks Lindsay Lohan off the cliff. And she almost dies. 
Tad wakes up and he is lost and terrified. He's in the middle of nowhere. The first thing he thinks to do is to pull out his phone and record himself. Because that, that made me laugh because that seems true to what some of these influencers you see would actually do. Tad I could see goes, it. goes seeking seeking help. Lindsay Lohan wakes up in this resort, doesn't know who she is. She's been cleared now by a doctor who just says she has amnesia. Maybe let her do some normal stuff. She'll come back. We learn that she can't do anything normal. It's very overboard at this point. Yeah, because what we learned that Jack, that's his name. Yes. He can't afford because the lodge isn't making money. Uh, so he can't afford basic things like uh, housekeeping. So mm-hmm. when he hears her say the doctor said she has to do normal stuff, he puts her in charge of the cleaning and making the beds and things like that, laundry. And clearly she didn't want any of this in her life. Yep. We get a montage where she gets stuck in the in the fitted we sheet. We need a montage. Yep. The... Look how inept she is. Montage. She knocks the whole uh, detergent into the washing machine, which of course overflows the bubbles as they do. Yep. Yeah, it's over the top. And throughout this time, she's she's connecting with Jack's daughter, who tells her about her dead mother. Yep. Yes. Drinking game. Where does dead where mother. does Tad where does Tad end up? In the oh. middle of nowhere. Some ice fisher's cabin. With into, Ralph, who is a Ralph. fantastic Ralph. character. <laughs> who as who really is far more patient than I think somebody in this situation would be. He's got a oh, little hugely. a little shack on the the frozen lake who and he's ice fishing. Uh-huh. Tells Tad he doesn't like he doesn't trust cell phones and Tad's on his own. He's a survivalist. Mm-hmm. He's and a the first survivor. thing I thought is this guy would have killed this guy. Nobody would have known because they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop him in the hole. That's a whole different movie. I think I'll, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, I'd watch that. Tad ends up, you know, not being able to walk through the snow to get his way back following this guy. It's just, it's Tad's story is ridiculous. Yes. But as all of this is going on, Jack takes Sierra. Wait, no, she can't remember her name, but they end up naming, she ends up choosing to be called Sarah. Uh-huh. Anthony's just shaking his head. They end up doing all of the Christmassy things, going to the perfect Christmas lights on ceremony in this village and i will say the village was beautiful his lodge was beautiful so beautiful the atmosphere is top notch and the music in it is really good as well like the music is really really good throughout the whole thing Mm -hmm. they're falling in love yes they are oh it's so much and she comes up with the idea to have a party to raise funds for the lodge yes because that's what we always do, and that will definitely take care of all of the problems. And yes. meanwhile, Tad, uh, Ralph can't get him back to town because his truck broke down. So they're roughing it. What is that? Four day walk through the woods. <laughs> four day walk through the woods. <laughs> but fortunately, Ralph has big feet, so he doesn't yeah, need his snowshoes and gives them to Tad. <laughs> And I felt like they said that as an innuendo joke. The way they paused on that joke. It was it. It didn't land though, and it didn't go anywhere. It didn't land, but they paused on it like, "Ha wink, wink, nudge, nudge." Yeah. So four Sarah's... days pass, and Sierra's dad finally realizes that she's missing. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't think she was missing because the hotel staff went to wake her up and they found flowers from Tad that said, we're taking you away. Uh-huh. But I would think somebody would have noticed she and her and Tad weren't posting online and have gotten concerned. I mean, somebody in that position doesn't just disappear and go four days about social media, like where she has all this followers and people don't notice. Right. They fi- they end up looking for her. How does she get how does she get discovered? The sheriff, right? Like, the dad calls in that she's missing, just as the sheriff picked up Tad and Ralph. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. they show up at the big party where she is. Yep. They take her away, just after the lodge is dedicated a national historic site, so it'll always be there. Nobody can destroy the lodge. And so she she gets whisked away, and she's going back to her life. But Jake, she can't, she can't forget Jake and Avi. She's back reunited with Tad and realizes her memory is coming back and she just doesn't love Tad. Shocking, because he is so lovable. She loves Jack. <laughs> just Jack. And she breaks up with Tad on Christmas Day, and that's one of my favorite quotes from this thing. Because he's like, are you breaking up with me on Christmas Day? And she's like, oh, you'll be fine by New Year's. And he essentially says, do you mind if I post about this on my page? Because there's nothing like a good bit of heartbreak to uh, get the likes <laughs> and the followers. <laughs> oh, he's oh. so insufferable. Yeah. So we have a great reuniting of, is it Jake or Jack? All I can think is Jack Russell. Jake. Here, which means it's Jake. Jake Russell. Um, we have a reuniting of our two lovebirds that are just obviously a fit from the get-go, right? They're the people we're supposed to be rooting for. And it's an added bonus that he has a precious daughter. And who she's, she's the one who convinces him to go tell Sierra how he feels. Right. And it's a happily ever after. She has a purpose in life. She has a guy that she loves. She has this family that she didn't have before because her mom has also passed away. And rich dad invests in his lodge. That's They're going right. to save the lodge. Because he clearly likes uh, Jake more than he ever liked Tad. We all did. Agree. One thing I think we should definitely talk about. We talked about the atmosphere. We we hit on it recent. We hit on it um, a little bit, but the soundtrack was awesome. The music so added to it, yep. and we which definitely have... boosts this to more of a background movie, right? Like I would put this totally on in the background. I would, would too, I want... but I would choose. I would probably prefer most Hallmark movies over this. Yeah, that's true. For content, yes, I totally agree with that, but. I mean, the music in this one is just great. It is. It is. You know the song "Everybody Loves Christmas" they have in here. Uh huh. Yeah. The one, the one, um, Cord Overstreet sings. He also wrote it. Oh, I love that. And like you said, we have the Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, you know what I hate in all movies, and they did it in this one. When people are super rich, they somehow have access to technology nobody else knows about, like super high-tech cars and everything like that. Like, (laughs) come on. We still don't have flying cars from Back to the Future. (laughs) It's a real disappointment. They promised us by 2015. They did totally promise us. I get real feelings about it. I feel lied to about so many Mm. things in my life as I look Mm. around at the world I live in. But that is our movie. Yes, it is Christmassy. Yes, it has a Linus moment. No, it is not good. Does it have a Linus moment? She realized that the life she had was empty and that what she needs is love and family. And this is what Christmas is all about. 
her Linus moment starts out negative. It's when she broke up with Tad, when she realized this is not, Tad is not what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown. (laughs) You agree? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay. (laughs) Now we come to our favorite part of everybody's episode, the rankings. Three. Anthony, what are you thinking? I'm thinking I really rate some of these Hallmark movies too low. Mm. Which ones are you thinking you like too low? Not Pete's Christmas. What's North Pole, North Pole, maybe though. <laughs> Man, you just actually no. Christmas... North Pole at Bailey Madison. I'm gonna go with three. <laughs> he wants to make the math easy, but he's like, mm, that's a little strong. Three's too high. I'm sorry. I've got to come in at two. <laughs> I really wanted to give you all the three, but I can't do it. So it brings us at two and three quarters, right? Two point yep. six seven, which ties it. And number 97, and you will love this one, the ones, the movies it's tied with. It is tied on our list at number 97 with The Star, which Tom still regrets ranking so low. I also regret and, that. And here's the kicker that I am very happy about. Ernest Saves Christmas. That's okay, just... I, <laughs> I want to... This service has been done tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to propose a, a 2023, a thing, a thing. No I want us each to go through our list, find one mulligan and re-rank a movie that we made too low. I will. I am Ooh. all for that. I could do that. And mine's going to be the star. I was <laughs> way too hard on that one. I already know if there are too many movies you guys rank so low that I love. I don't know what I'm going to pick. Um, so I like that idea. Part of me just wants to do better watch out to watch your heads explode, but I can't do that when there are two other movies I love on that list that are so low. Well, it's not, no, 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 it's not just you're not just changing your ranking to raise it, like you're changing, you're you're saying I rated this too low personally. And I'm oh, okay, then I know exactly what I'm gonna do, but I'll keep that for 2023, huh? I I mean, listeners, listeners don't have to keep that information to them own selves. No, I'd love I to hear what change. people want us to take a look at again. And if Christmas Story comes up, that's really uniquely to Tom and I, honestly. Yeah. Listeners can do this at, I don't know. Where? Lots of places on the internet. All I have to do is go to tisthepodcast.com slash linktree to get to all those things. It's Reddit, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, all the places. Um, but as we are nearing the Christmas season, nearing, as we are in the thick of the Christmas season, um, if y'all need your daily dose of Christmas joy, go to that Facebook group because we got good people in there. Um, uh, lots of regulars and some new friends. So check us out there. Give us your input on this episode and I don't know, toss out some ideas of what we can cover in the new year. We've already and got some things lined up. I would like you to guess what mine is. Is that Arthur Christmas? I don't know. What is going to be my mulligan? I feel like it's wild not Arthur Christmas because you said that. Or did I th- <laughs> do that to throw you off the scent? Ah, balderdash. I'll never know. <laughs> um, you can also find uh, at that same link, you can find a link to our Patreon site as well. Um, if you are in the mood to throw us a little bit of money, a dollar a month um, is the minimum. It gets you access to the vault of Tis the Podcast Christmas and non-Christmas stuff that we've not put on our main air. Well, some things have made it to main air, but lots of things have it. 
if you are a Halloween fanatic, that's the place for you. If you really love DC and you like to hear very smart people talk about Batman and other characters, that is definitely the place for you. Anthony has loaded that thing with content and Tom and I make appearances as well, periodically. <laughs> you also hear from a lot of our Tis the Podcast friends like Ron Hogan, uh, Jay, April, uh, lots of friends from other podcasts and friends on the internet. So check us out there. And speaking of friends, uh, last week you heard Jay and April for a Christmas Story Christmas. Next week you will hear Jerry D from Totally Rad Christmas and CM Chuck from the Friday Night Faithful as we discuss the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I know we are all looking forward to. I'm excited about that. Yes. We have a question of the week. (gasps) What? From President Hot Dog on Discord. And I'm going to share some of the answers we got. Uh, Ron asked, the transition from pumpkin beer to winter warmers and bock beer and then Maybach for spring is one of my favorite times of the food and drink year. Mm. What's your favorite part of the Christmas holiday eating season? Our friend Jerry D comes in and he just uh, says tamales. Oh, he didn't say it like that, though. He says tamales. Yes, I was about to say. He, he has a special way of saying Way better. He does. He's way better than us. <laughs> Matt from TGI Podcast said that his is the overeating without as much judgment. <laughs> and he says the nostalgia wrapped up in some dishes that he only has at the holidays. His dad makes a breakfast casserole that he's only ever had on Christmas morning. Same with the traditional Slovak food uh, that they only have on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mike from Advent Calendar House and Scott from Holly Jolly Xmas You both said the Christmas cookies. And Scott said particularly his mom's candy cane cookies. She'll make a few extra, few dozen extra and freeze them so she can surprise them throughout the year. Oh, I love that. Jerry D. She's momming hard. She is. Jeremy Jerry D did say that Christmas morning was always tamales, M&M cookies, and hot chocolate. Yes, we've heard about his hot chocolate before. We have. Disco54 says he loves the freedom to eat whatever he wants. Mike from Advent Calendar House chimed in again and said that he loves Christmas Eve Chinese takeout. And Closer to Christmas podcast chimed in and said it's always Christmas Eve dinner. Before his grandfather passed away, they would have huge Italian dinner at his house. He would make bread stuff, cherry peppers, pasta, and it was the atmosphere and food that he loved most on that day. That's sweet. Oh, I love that. And then, of course, this devolved into everybody talking about beer, which is one of my favorite parts of the <laughs> fall and winter. Are Everybody else seems to get on board with me that darker is better for beer. Hmm. Uh, Julia, not me. I hate dark beer. And I'm actually giving up drinking until end of January when me and Sarah are going to Hawaii. Nice. Good for you on the giving up. I'm really sad that you have the palate of a, of a 17-year-old. Julia. Uh, 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 um, Okay. So we've sort of answered questions like this before that like, what's your favorite Christmas dish? So I quite like this one that it is more like food that you typically eat in the season only. So I'm going to go with those butter cookies, those shortbread butter cookies you can buy in like a gigantic tin. They come in different shapes. Um, They always have them at church um, on the Christmas services. And it's just... It feels very Christmassy when I see them pop up at Sam's. Hannah, too. All the kids, they're like, hey, 
the cookies are out. And I'm like, yeah, they are. You know what that means? <laughs> so I, I love dipping those in apple cider. Mm. Ooh, it is so I need good. to do that. What about y'all? For me, it's my mother's cookies, specifically her sugar cookies and her Hershey, Hershey kiss balls. And uh, Christmas morning, my dad makes, because we all go over to the house to open gifts there, right? And he makes some Christmas punch he found online, alcoholic punch. Well, you won't be able to have that this year. I mean, Christmas is a special occasion. Okay, good. Not- That's the right answer. Let's be real. <laughs> That's the right answer. I was hoping you'd come back with that. I mean, I, I would be wrong of me. Well, what did Michael Scott say when people weren't drinking? Well, happy birthday, Jesus. Sorry, your party's so lame. I have to drink for <laughs> Jesus's birthday. <laughs> for me, uh, it's definitely the Christmas winter ales. I love beer mm. this time of year. I want to chew my beer, and it seems like all the 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 big the thick beers come out at uh, Christmas time. And chew my your beer. My family's, my family has a breakfast casserole that we eat on holidays. It's Thanksgiving and Christmas are the only times I make it occasionally on Easter. But um, every year on Thanksgiving and Christmas, we have the breakfast casserole that I love and Christine thinks is just meh. But uh, (laughs) I have a question for y'all. It's tradition. Advent calendars this year. Julia, have you guys been planning, like coming up with your plans? Because I know you do the activity calendar. Yeah. So we're... We're behind the ball this year on decorating. I feel like it's taking us forever to make it happen. Um, But we just pulled it out of the attic today, which reminded me, oh, I, in fact, do need to come up with uh, things to go in that advent calendar there. Uh, Holy crap. So that was my response to that. Um, So we're probably going to employ the the standby kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. And um, just try and make it through this Christmas season. <laughs> and I've got the Funko Pop Disney one, which I'm super excited about. I have, I couldn't choose between that Marvel and Star Wars because they were mm-hmm. all like the Christmas editions this year where they're wearing the sweaters yeah. and the hats and I got all three. Yeah. Yeah. You won't regret that. No, I won't because eventually when I have a bigger place, I will have a whole Pop Funko tree. Just ornaments. That's it. That's it. Well, you, Tom, what's going on for Advent calendar activities and treats and stuff this year? Uh, I built an Advent website. <gasps> what's the website called? I'll be able to share it once we actually launch. Let me see here. It's hosted on Vercel and built with Next.js. Julia? Woo-woo. Uh, and then we don't have any Advent calendars yet, uh, but don't worry. Christine did buy Luna her Advent calendar. That's yeah. what's important. I start to get hilarious. <laughs> what do we got next week? Next week, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special with Woo-hoo. Jerry D and Chuck. I'm and so the week excited. after that, we have Spirited, which I'm also very excited about. I'm very Me excited too. about that. I am also excited about the fact that we only have 672 hours until Christmas. That's 28 days, y'all. That's four weeks. Yeah, it's going too fast. Bye. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring Snowing and blowing, a bushels of fun Now the jingle hop has begun Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock 
Snow, if you don't got nowhere to go, baby, let me know. As soon as I saw your face, girl, I knew that I just wanted you for the holidays. So come on, don't be shy today. Come and hop inside the Santa sleigh, we can ride away. Feel like I'm in a wonderland every time that we hold hands. I mean, oh man, I think I fell in love again, but I'm done. Bring it back in, Lizzie Lohan. Right. 